Ah, yes, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Jack Farmer, and this is Elite of the Week, the show where we take all the wrestlers from AEW Dynamite, all the wrestlers from AEW Rampage, and all the other AEW shows, we mix them all together, and we power rank them number one through number ten. We don't just rank them for the week. No, we assign a point system to it so that if you're ranked number one, you get 10 points. If you're ranked number two, you get nine points. If you're ranked number three, you get eight points, so on and so forth. And we keep track of these points so that at the end of the year, we can have a true power ranking of who had the very best year here at AEW. So stick along week in, week out, follow along and make sure you know who's winning and you have an idea of how that's going to turn out. Now, before we get into the rankings, I want to take a quick second to say thank you so much for watching, whether you're watching on Twitter, whether you're watching on YouTube, whether you're listening on Spotify, whether you're listening on Apple Podcasts or iHeartRadio or wherever you do. I just want to say I appreciate you, but I got to ask you a favor. If you could hit the like button, if you could leave a five-star review, if you could comment, subscribe, share with your friends, all that stuff. I know you're not new to this digital age broadcasting stuff. Just do what you know you're supposed to do. Help me grow the show, why don't you? But hey, that's enough of me talking, meandering, and carrying on. Let's get to the meat and potatoes of the show. Let's get to why we're here. Let's power rank these wrestlers. At number one, it's the Lucha Brothers. They got through two rounds of an Eliminator tournament, beating the Varsity Blondes and beating the Jurassic Express to earn a shot at the tag team titles held by the Young Bucks in a steel cage it all out. This whole thing is about power rankings, and one of the most powerful things you can do is secure yourself a shot at a championship, and the Lucha Brothers did what they did to get to a championship spot, a spot that a lot of us think they should have been in for a long time now. They're one of the best tag teams in the world. Why shouldn't they be there? They won a tough match. They won another tough match. Now they've got an even tougher match for the title, and that gets them at the number one spot this week. At number two, it's MJF. He didn't even have a match this week, but he did something that showed true power, and he got one of the greatest of all time, a GOAT, Chris Jericho, to put his GOAT career on the line in a match against MJF. And look, he didn't just ask for it. He was begging to put his career on the line, meaning MJF has the chance to end one of the greatest in-ring careers ever. And to me, that is more than enough to put him at number two on this week's Power Rankings. At number three, it's Darby Allen. He got teamed up with John Moxley and Eddie Kingston and still was able to find a way to be the one that got the win. Even though he had these two killers on his team trying to get the win themselves, he was the one that got the win, got the pin. But more importantly than that, CM Punk came out. One of the most anticipated returns I can remember in years and years and years and years and years and years and years. And all CM Punk could do was wax poetic about how great Darby Allen is. That's something that you can't just win a match and get. That takes a lot to get someone like CM Punk to say, look, 
everyone's listening to me and all i have to say is darby allen is the man with that comes respect with that comes power and that's why he's number three on this week's power rankings this week the best dressed is don Callis. he's been winning this award a bit lately but that pink suit looked amazing but look I'm not blown away by just a suit. What really did it in, what really secured the win as best dressed this week was those shoes that went with it. Amazing shoes, pink outfit, Don Callis. You were dressed amazing, and this week you are the best dressed of the week. At number four, it's Chris Statlander, everyone's favorite alien, came to the aid of Red Velvet and saved her from taking a beatdown. But more than that, she found herself holding on to the physical AEW Women's Championship and now finds herself right in line, straight at the front of it, to get a shot at the title. And as I said before, this is all about power rankings and positioning yourself as the number one contender is one of the best things you can do so chris statlander this week you are number four on elite of the week at number five it's malachi black in the main event of AEW dynamite he got in the ring with brock anderson and he took it to him got a big win a quick win now i know brock anderson isn't the most seasoned vet in the world but there was more to it than just getting a quick win over him it was the fact that he's basically decimated the nightmare family here outside of uh, dustin Rhodes. But he decimated this family. He's beating them all one at a time. Eventually got chased off by Lee Johnson. But that just tells me he has a new target. And that means Malachi Black is more powerful than ever. And he is number five on Elite of the Week. At number six, it's Orange Cassidy. Had a match with Matt Hardy, someone who's been a thorn in his side for quite a while. He even got fired up at points, taking it to one of the legends here at AEW, getting the win, but more importantly than the win, more importantly than all that, he was able to sneak a cool hundred into his pockets along the way. And look, titles are great, wins are great, but at the end of the day, it's a job and he made some money more than he was supposed to by picking up some of that. And so for that, Orange Cassidy, you are number six on Elite of the Week. At number seven, it's CM Punk. Came out and had a promo with Tony Schiavone. And look, he didn't have a match. And I know he didn't necessarily position himself for a championship. In fact, he really just talked about how great Darby Allen was. But the fact that he has the ears of the world when he speaks Beats shows so much influence and power within AEW right now. Before his first match has even happened, he's already got all the attention. He's already got all the focus. And like I said, he's got all of our ears just waiting for what the next thing he is going to say is going to be. Once he gets these matches, he's obviously probably going to be closer to the top of the list. But for right now, CM Punk, you are number seven on Elite of the Week. This week, the dud of the week. You know, if we're going to have AW Dynamite, someone's going to be a dud. If we're going to power rank all the wrestlers, someone's going to be at the back end. And this week, the dud of the week is Chris Jericho. I love Chris Jericho, but he found himself in a position putting his entire career on the line. The inner circle seems to be gone. Everything on everything that Chris Jericho's working on seems to be secondary with this obsession he has with MJF. 
putting everything on the line. He has everything to lose, nothing to gain. And to me, that puts him at the end of the list, and that makes him the dud of the week. At number eight, it's the trio of Dan Lambert, Scorpio Sky, and Ethan Page. Dan Lambert, man, he picks up a microphone and he spits fire. He is must-see TV, baby. And he right now, I don't know what his relationship with Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page is going to be, but you cannot deny that this group is fire whatever they do next and it looks like targeting lance archer it's gonna be entertaining it's gonna be great and right now these are the guys to watch and that's why they're number eight on elite of the week number nine is miro calling out eddie kingston beating up fuego until he gets a response from eddie kingston getting exactly what he wants continued domination week in and week out the only reason he's not ranked higher quite frankly is because eddie kingston's gonna be quite a handful and i don't know if this is the fight that miro wants i know it's the fight i want to see but i don't know if this is the fight miro wants that said he wants it. He's getting it. He's getting everything he's wanted. He's getting everything he said he was going to get. So it's hard not to rank him. And that means this week he's number nine on Elite of the Week. This week, number 10 is Christian Cage, the Impact Champion. Got the crowd calling Don Callis a P.O.S., but also, more importantly, got a big tag team win over Kenny Omega, the man who's going to be facing for the AEW Heavyweight Championship of the World at All Out. And getting one up on your opponent is a great way to get things started. So this is a good sign for him. It's a good place for him. And that's why he's number 10 on Elite of the Week. This week, the Farmer's Market pick. The Farmer's Market, of course, we call it the Farmer's Market because my name's Jack Farmer, and I like to think of wrestlers as, as stocks. Who are you going to invest in? Whose stock is about to go up? Whose stock is about to rise? Who maybe slipped a little bit and you can buy the dip? And this week, that person is actually a team, and it's FTR. Look. Stock may have dropped a little bit. Unfortunately, there was an injury and it sounds like it was really bad, but I'm watching these promos. I'm watching these two guys talk and if they can get in the ring, like they are promising us they will. And I hope they do. They are going to be absolutely unstoppable. If this injury couldn't stop them, nothing's going to. So let me tell you right now, if wrestlers were a stock and you have not invested yet in FTR, I know it sounds risky and maybe it is, but no risk it, no biscuit. Invest in FTR because I have a feeling that stock is about to go through the roof. That does it for us. That was Elite of the Week. Once again, thank you so much for tuning in, for watching. Again, whether it's on Twitter, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, however you're watching, I appreciate it. Again, if I can just beg and plead for you to hit that like button, comment, subscribe, share, five-star reviews, all that good stuff. Let me know in the comments or in a reply who you think should have been on the list. Maybe let me know what you think I got wrong. Let me know who you think should be number one. Who's your farmer's market pick? I love to know who you think is about to have a big year ahead of them. Let me know in the comments. As always, thank you so much. Again, my name is Jack Farmer. You can follow me at Real Jack Farmer across all social media. Until next week. As always, do your best and be yourself.